Welcome to episode 47 of Wonderspace. It's great to have you on board. My name is Steve Cole, and over the past year, I have been asking the same six questions to amazing people from around the world. The questions orbit around wonder and hopefulness, and the setting for each journey is this shared window on the space station from where we see everything from a different perspective. Before we introduce our guest, our friends at asknature.org are going to help us to re-wonder. Cicada sounds are designed to draw attention. So it may seem surprising that their wings are designed to disappear. How do they do it? Their surface is textured with countless tiny bumps, 4,000 times shorter than the thickness of a human hair. To light, these nanopillars and the spaces between them are just the right size to get lost in, preventing the light from bouncing towards the eyes of hungry predators and buying the cicada more time for finding a mate. Our orbit this week will take us over the Andes Mountains in South America. And to experience these views with us in this ultimate window seat, we welcome Claudia Martinez. Claudia is the director of E3 in Bogota in Colombia. She is also the country leader for the Climate and Development Knowledge Network and the co-founder of Sistema B. Our interview was a few days before the United Nations Food Systems Summit in New York, where Claudia also had a key role. Claudia was nominated by our fifth guest on Wonderspace, Maria Amelia Correa. Here is Maria Amelia telling us why. I nominated Claudia Martinez to Wonderspace because she is fascinated with Colombia its nature and its people. And I am so happy that she's able to share that feeling with everyone around the world. With a panoramic view of Earth, I start by asking Claudia, if we could do a fly past on any part of the world that is significant to you, which place, city or country would it be and why? If I could fly past on any part of the world, I would select Colombia, the country I was born. Um, I was blessed to be born in this amazing country that is the richest country in terms of biodiversity. There are more birds, amphibians, butterflies, frog species than any other place in the world. Um, Every time I go to a region in Colombia, I see beauty, the cultures, the possibilities, and I love the warmth of the people. Um, and when I fly, I always sit in the, in the window seat and wonder about the magical ecosystems and how they are all so different and yet so interconnected. Um, I see the vast Amazon, the astonishing Andes, the open savannas, the Orinoco River Basin, the Chocó Rainforest. I would love to be able to have a super binocular Uh, to see all the amazing birds flying around, reminding us that that they live in Colombia because they have preserved some patches of forests. And when I see areas of deforestation, uh, contaminating rivers, I would like to have a megaphone 
and tell the communities down below to preserve our amazing richness, uh, not only for the 50 million Colombians, but for the planet, as, as we have the potential to provide food, medicines, and to nourish and heal the world community. Claudia, give us a glimpse into your life story so far with an emphasis on what you are doing currently. Well, I am the youngest one in a family of eight that was lucky to be raised in a farm in the outskirts of Bogota. I grew up with a strong connection to nature and people. When I was 12, my mother was the principal of a school and she decided to create a company called Learning by Traveling because she thought that it was crazy to educate children in a closed classroom when you can travel and learn in person about geography, history, environment, cultures, and all the subjects that make you a more humanitarian person. I ended up being a young tour conductor, traveling with children and youth in my country and around the world. I was always pushing to be an environmentalist in a world that was slowly understanding the meaning of the word. After undergrad studies in Colombia, I applied to the Bank of the Republic Scholarship to study environment um, with an astonishing reply that they could not waste their resources in gardeners, having to add economy as a degree. I won and used the scholarship to do both degrees, learning that a good economist ends up being a great environmentalist or the opposite. A good environmentalist ends up being a good economist. I worked as one of the first young professionals at UNDP, merging, developing an environment, later opening up um, the first sustainable development division at the Latin American Development Bank. Uh, I was called the Green Lady at the time. Um, and then I ended up being the first Deputy Minister of Environment of Colombia, always pushing the environmental subject to the front line. Um, I learned that between economics and environment, there is always an ethical dilemma and created E3, Economy, Ecology and Ethics, 10 years ago to orchestrate changes with an emphasis to work with communities, driving a vision of change of their own territories. I do believe that uh, feeding the growing population without destroying the planet is one of the most pressing challenges of our planet and have uh, dedicated the last three years to coordinate the Food and Land Use Coalition in Colombia, um, supporting actions to transform food systems into powerful engines of regenerative growth and recovery. And I have focused my work in, in really working with communities in the territories. Um, just in the last week, I was with a group of regenerators, for example, in Quindío, in Colombia, dreaming to scale their amazing models. For example, coffee growers planting flowers to feed pollinators, women that are producing more than 100 food species uh, in an organic manner, um, farmer markets and restaurants that are inviting farmers to their local as their local heroes uh, so that consumers understand the value of what they're doing. I think we have a unique opportunity to unite actors and dream and shape regeneration models for a better world. What wonder of the natural world excites you the most? One of the wonders of the natural world is the Paramo ecosystems in Colombia. The Paramos 
are grasslands, shrublands, ecosystems found between 3,000 to 5,000 meters above sea level um, and are only found in the Andean mountains from Venezuela to northern Peru. They play a fundamental role in sustaining the lives of millions of people by being the factories of water uh, that feed streams, rivers, aquifers, and water catchment areas. In Colombia, paramos account for 2% of the territory and produce 70% of the water. They store water through its vegetation, including incredible species that are called frailejones that capture the mist of water. They grow one centimeter per year, but they can live up to 300 years with altitudes of three meters, creating a majestic scenery of like grandfathers of the Paramos, standing vividly, holding up 25 times their weight in water. Where on earth is your place of reset or recharge? My place of reset is a walk in the Paramos in Colombia, obviously. Sensing the water in the clouds, the sounds of the wind, the silence of the air. There, I feel as a bird um, flying above the skies and I am able to breathe and to think of the universe in a much more profound manner. Claudia, what is your story of hopefulness that's not your own about a person, business or non-profit who are doing amazing things for the world? My story of hopefulness I would like to share is a community association called ASPROSIC, composed of indigenous communities, black communities and peasant communities along the Sinu River in Colombia. They were impacted by the construction of a dam 20 years ago and at the beginning, they responded with strikes and anger, but eventually they understood that they had to be organized to restore their livelihoods and created an association of 96 community-based organizations with the aim to create a unique sustainable development model under agroecological principles with a unique governance system. In each of the family uh, orchards, they cultivate more than 80 food species, avoiding chemicals, pesticides, and fertilizers, and being able not only to have healthy diets, but to support communities around them with fur secrets of trade and local stores where they sell their products. They also jointly decided to restore the river basin. Um, and they planted diverse tree species to protect the mangrove forests, uh, with a joint action to stop the destruction by large shrimp companies with success. Uh, they devoted a system to ensure clean, drinkable water in every household with solar energy and traditional water filters, solving a health problem. They also restored the water irrigation system developed by the Sinu indigenous communities, ensuring regenerative and productive food systems. They use the earnings from, from the agricultural production in education and have been able to ensure that the young leaders of the community return to the community to sort of ensure the vision of change that they have. They have proven that it is possible to regenerate ecosystems and societies and to live in peace, even in an area that has been impacted by the armed conflict in Colombia. This is a true regeneration model uh, that has developed a unique model to restore ecosystems and societies. 
Finally, as we prepare to re-enter, what insight, wisdom or question would you like to share with us? As we prepare to re-enter our planet Earth, I would like to remind people that the world has a unique opportunity to transform food and land use systems into powerful engines of recovery and equity. Um, the Food System Summit is happening just this week, uh, and it only happens every 20 years. This is a unique opportunity to join and to rethink our partner of growth and survival. Rural areas can be transformed into places of hope and opportunity where thriving communities can adapt to new challenges, protect and regenerate natural capital, and invest in a better future with women playing a central role. We need to ensure wider choices and more options to supply food. If there are 14,000 edible species, why are we eating only 150 with maize, rice, and wheat providing 60% of the world food energy intake, we need to focus back on our seats for change. We lose or waste approximately one-third of food produced. Producing food that is never eaten requires farming almost the area of the United States. Imagine, we can tackle food loss and waste. We will certainly support human diets and we can feed the hungry communities of the world. We really need to think about nature-based solutions. This is key for the world. We need to produce more using less land. We have the means to stop hunger and at the same time to regenerate the planet. Uh, there are good examples of regeneration all over the world. We can scale these models. We can really make the planet work for nature, for people and for climate change. More information and links to Claudia's work, together with links to the previous 46 Wonder Space episodes, can be found at ourwonder.space. I want to thank Claudia for joining us on this Wonder Space, and I hope you can join us next week for more wonders and stories of hopefulness. <laughs>